body freedom. As you can see, we've mixed things up a bit. We're doing things a little bit differently today. Yeah, we, uh, as you can see, we've pulled our couch into our recording studio, which is also our study. Uh, so as Daryl says, things are a little bit different this morning. But let's just remind ourselves and myself what we did last week. So we started a series. It was titled Life Lessons in Lockdown. And we looked at Peter and we took out some lessons, some life lessons from this incredible guy. He was a guy that was falling all over the place in his life. But at the end of his life, he learned how to stand fast. He learned how to stand firm. And uh, this week, my life, I've learned some life lessons. We've learned some life lessons. Mm. And uh, it's been an interesting week. We've had some DMCs. Now, let me tell you what that stands for. It's Daryl, Michelle conversations. Not okay. really, but uh, it could also mean Daryl and Michelle on the couch, yeah. which is what we're doing right now. She looks gorgeous. But uh, the DMCs we've had have been really deep, certainly meaningful conversations, lessons, life lessons that we're busy learning, I think still learning. Life lessons as we're going through this lockdown time as um, pastors, as teammates at Freedom Church leading church and i want you to know friends we do not take this responsibility leading freedom church with the team likely we, we take it very very seriously and and i've been looking at some lessons life lessons that we as a team are busy learning um regarding church are, are we being effective what 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 do we measure by meaning or what are we taking out of this time are we doing things well are we using these messages on a Sunday to bring life and, and encouragement and we've been asking people how, how do you measure success now as a church and some people are saying well look at Facebook look how many followers you have look how many people are watching these messages that we're sending out in our study on a Sunday and that will determine whether you're successful or not is that how you measure success right now they, they're saying you need to see how many followers you've got extend your reach um, see how many people are watching divide that by 100 and then if you get a certain percentage then you know you're successful or not and if you're not successful enough it's easy all you do is you hire somebody take Facebook and extend your reach, make sure more people are watching the videos on a Sunday, and, and then you'll be successful. Now, now don't get me wrong, M Michelle and I are not knocking mm -hmm. that way of doing it. Those tools are effective, mm -hmm. those tools are, are very much needed. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if, if that's the way you measure success or not. And, and as I'm sharing with you today from our hearts, I so wish... I could engage with you. I so wish I could see you right now, nodding, agreeing with me. I, I hope my mom would be saying, yes, darling, I'm agreeing with you. She, she might. But on the other hand, Darren, there might be some other special people in that hall saying, no, we don't really agree. Or yes, we do. I, I, I miss that so much. I, I miss the fact that we're not with each other on a Sunday fun day together in, in that hall. And so, as we find ourselves wondering, 
whether these messages that we share from our study are successful or not, and how many views and how many people watch. We've been asking, is that the only way of measuring success at this time? I think about the preaching. I said to you earlier, I don't know. Are you encouraged? Are these messages that we're sending out, are they bringing hope into people and into families' lives? And it's been very weird for me. I don't know for Michelle, I'm sure as well. When we preach at a camera in our study, it's not, it's not us because it feels like we're preaching at the camera. It feels like we're preaching at people. That's not me, friends. We, we want to preach with people. We want to engage with people and preach with people the, the way we were in that school hall. So, so this time in lockdown is certainly teaching us some life lessons. Mm. Yeah. And we're having, we're having these deep and meaningful conversations. And I think on Tuesday night, for me, what really stood out is there were some words that, that kept coming out, mm. like connection and care and community and family yeah. and relationships. And, and we're asking, how, how do we do all of that? That's so important to us. Uh, and that's so important for the church. How do we do that in a time where you have to social distance? Um, how do we do it when you can't gather together, when there are restrictions on gathering together? And we, we're trying, as Daryl said, with the Sunday messages, with the live life groups on, on Wednesdays, with uh, the business navigators every every second Thursday, yeah. um, with Ironman meetings on, on a Monday once a month. Uh, we're trying all of these things, the youth of yesteryear, yesterday, <laughs> uh, you know, we're trying to stay in touch with them and care for them. So we're trying all of these things, partnering with, with other churches in yeah. Benoni, other organizations yeah. to do food distribution or to pack food packs. So some things are working, we yeah. try them, they work. Uh, other things we try, they don't <laughs> no. really work. You know, we have to, we have to tweak things. Uh, but, but as you said, we're wondering, are we, are we really being the church? Yeah. Uh, and, and I had the sense that we needed to get back to basics. Amen. Um, Brilliant. Just go back to that foundation again. And so we decided to have a... A Zoom meeting with with our team, yeah. and it was amazing. It was amazing just to to draw from their wisdom and their Brilliant. comfort and their encouragement. And we realised it's so important not to do this on our own. Yeah. That we need a team. There's strength in a team. Yeah. Uh, each one of uh, our team members are such a gift to us, Brilliant. and and we wouldn't want to do this alone. Yeah. Uh, I say we can't. We can't do this alone. And God has given us a gift. He's given us a team of, of teammates who are doing this with us, building God's kingdom at Freedom Church. But you know what's been hard? M Michelle and I, we, we, we so enjoy seeing with our own eyes what, what God was busy doing, how, how he was... Uh, touching people's lives in a school hall on a Sunday. A and I miss that. I miss seeing with my own eyes what, what God was doing. A and I was getting so excited about that. I mean, it's almost three years now, but within a short space of time to see 
what God was doing in that church to see and to hear the testimonies of what was happening in people's lives and how God was busy moving. We got to that stage where we were able to pay for the tent to come down from 3CR. We showed you that and we were knocking on some doors as to maybe getting a piece of land where we could put the tent. And, and there was even one piece of land that we found. We thought, wow, this is it. Only to find that it was already sold. There was an offer on it. And we were praying for many months. We've been praying now that if that was the right piece of land, that that offer would fall through. And then lockdown came. And it felt to me like we'd lost momentum, eh? It felt to me like, like what God was doing and we couldn't see it happening anymore. And I couldn't see with my own eyes what, what was happening, how God was moving in, in people's lives. And now the lesson, the life lesson that we've learned now is that we've got to trust even more and have faith like never before that God still is. Although we can't see it, that God still is busy building His church mm. the way He was. Mm. Yeah. And we've got these tools and we've got these statistics and they're helpful and they show us uh, if what we're doing is being effective, how we need to tweak and change things. But I think we realized it can't, it can't be our focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after this uh, team meeting that we had with our teammates, one of our teammates made a statement and I can't get this statement out of my mind. I wrote it down. This is what one of our teammates said. Even if one person, even if one person watches a message on a Sunday, then it's worth doing it for that one person. Mm -hmm. And friends, that's the most important thing, isn't it? It's about the one. Yeah, and I, I also made some notes at that, at that meeting because I just wanted to record uh, you know what we were what we were discussing and and the some of the ideas that came out and for me I just wrote down we need to have faith in the one and that's the the one and only true God and then we need to be faithful with the one and that is being faithful with the one person the one opportunity that God gives you right now yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what, what stood out for me. There were so many stories on our Wednesday Live Life group and our Business Navigators meeting just this week on how one person, one individual has done just that. Um, being faithful um, to the one who comes across their path. I'll share a couple stories with you. There's a man who lives with his family on a very busy street and he hasn't been wanting to go and mow the lawn outside on the pavement because he says every time he does it, mm -hmm. he said it, no, every time he does it, someone comes and asks for money or asks for food, but his wife and him noticed the pavement was getting out of control. He had to go and mow the lawn. One afternoon he goes, he mows the lawn. And he says to me, at the corner of his eye, he notices somebody walking towards him. And he knows. He knows this person's going to ask him. And he says, this man says, sir, please. Please, sir, have you got some food for me? And now he went in, got some stuff from the kitchen and from the fridge and went outside. And he says, Daryl, I watched this man walk across the road. And he says, I sat, he sat down there on the pavement right there. And he ate absolutely everything that I gave him. He says, I realized that I was meant that afternoon to mow the Lord so that that man 
could get something to eat. Just doing something for the one. And an elderly lady, an elderly widow shared on our Wednesday live, live groups, I won't mention her name, but I call her auntie. She says, you know, I sit at home all alone with my dogs. She fosters dogs. Don't tell brass. She fosters dogs. And she says, I'm at home all alone. And God put somebody on my heart who I need to phone. And she says, I'll phone one person a day. And we'll end up speaking on the phone for over an hour. I thought, wow, she's just doing something for the one. Remember that young lady who says that her family, her brother, her mom and her dad have got no income. But how she'd heard about another family who needed food. And how she went to the shops, to the spa, went and bought groceries for them. And she says, she says, I cannot tell you what it did for me when I dropped off those groceries. How she felt dropping off those groceries. Another lady shared on Wednesday Live Life Group about her and her sister that have had a very strained relationship for years. And how these past couple of weeks lockdown, she's been burdened for that relationship with her sister. Mm -hmm. And how she's managed to trust God to restore. She's picked up the phone. And she's restored, she's seen God restore that relationship between her and her sister. I think of a, a man who phoned me this week, he's not even in our church. And, and he says, there's a man in Freedom Church who I know will probably not get a salary at the end of the month. Remember, he says, do you have that man's bank details? Because I feel like God is saying I need to deposit some money into that man's bank account. I couldn't believe it. This man... Just thinking about one other man who's not even in his church. Saying, I feel like I want to put money into his bank account. And then Thursday night, business navigators. Incredible. One business owner saying, you know what? I've realized that I need to be more vulnerable, he says. Mm -hmm. With my staff. With my customers. With my suppliers. He says, you know, I've been writing a personal letter to my customers that pay me, just to say, thank you. Just making a difference to the one customer, just making a difference to the one staff member, he says, I've realized I want to be more vulnerable to people around me. Another business lady sharing how she's been praying. She says, I've been praying for my customers. She says, my one customer sells grass. The company sells grass. And she says, I doubt very much whether they're going to be able to pay me. She says, you know what? I've been praying for them. They paid me. She says, who's buying grass in lockdown? But they managed to pay me. She says, I've been challenged to pray for my customers. Pray for the one customer. These stories are incredible, friends. And I share them with Michelle here today. I haven't told you about some of these. And I share them with you today, friends. Why? Because I want these stories to encourage us. And I trust that these stories too are, in, are encouraging you friends today. So that we can spur one another on. Let's spur one another on to do good works for the one. And I think that's what for me on, on Wednesday nights at Love Life Group. I was, I was so encouraged just hearing some of these stories. Uh, but I was also challenged uh, because as an introvert, it's easy for me during a time like this uh, to, to isolate mm. um, and to become a bit of a hermit and yeah. hibernate. Yeah. Uh, and that's not 
the church. That is not how God has designed the church to operate. Mm-hmm. We are a body. We are connected. We need one another. That's, that's how he's created it. So, yeah, so I was encouraged, but I was also challenged and just to be faithful, faithful with that, that one prayer, that one WhatsApp message, that one call that you have to make that just that one act of kindness, Uh, because Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians that one person will sow a seed. Uh, You know, one of our teammates reminded us of this as well. One person will sow a seed, another person will water it. But actually, and I read the scripture, actually only God can make something grow. So only God can make his church grow. We just faithfully sow, we faithfully water, and he's the one who is going to make it grow. Yeah, incredible. And so how are we going to be the church at this time? Yes, using stats. Yes, doing our best. But trusting God, friends, that he's going to continue to build his church. Even, even if we can't see him with our own eyes, busy doing that. Let's focus on the one that God brings across our path. Let's focus on the one and let's trust God that he continues as he has, that he continues to build his church in Jesus name. Mm. So this morning has been a little bit different to to what we have been doing, but I really, I really hope that it's encouraged you, uh, that it's, that it's also challenged you. um, And, and just to get our, our focus off the negativity and onto the one and only God and, and just that one person, that one opportunity. So we've shared a little bit about some of the life lessons we are learning and yeah. we are hoping, Lord willing, in the coming weeks that we're going to hear some of your stories about, about what lessons you are learning. Amen. Um, so, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Life lessons in lockdown. We love you. Mm. We're committed to praying for you. Even if we can't see you, God bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.